God bless you, and thank you for joining me today as I go on to this podcast, and I hope that you will be blessed today, because I'm already being blessed by what the Lord has put on my heart. I want you to just go with me and just prepare yourself, prepare yourself to be blessed, to be set free, to be delivered And the message I have for you today is, my miracle may be censored, but it cannot be canceled. I want somebody to say that with me. My miracle may be censored, but it cannot be canceled. How how many know today that we're in a time that God is going to push back? Over every stone that tries to get in our way to hinder us from receiving our miracle as long as we are standing in a holy place. As long as we are occupying. As long as we are performing the work of the Lord. So I want to go to John chapter 9. And I'm reading KJV. And Jesus passed by and he saw a man which was blind from his birth. And his disciples asked him, Master, who, who did sin? Was it his mother? Was it, was it his parents that sinned? You know, it had to be someone because uh, he's blind from birth. And Jesus answered, it wasn't him and it wasn't his parents. But that the works of God should be made manifest in him. So, I want to say that sometimes God will move in such a way that is beyond our comprehension. And uh, it's unprecedented. And so... Sometimes people will take one situation and it will apply to every situation. But Jesus is telling his disciples, in this situation, this is for God's glory. And so, Jesus comes to this man and he looks at him. And he says, I must work the works I want you to look at these two words. Work the works. Work the works. Not just work. But we have to work the works of him that has sent me while it is day. Why? Because the night is coming when no man will be able to work. Jesus goes on and he, he proceeds to work the works. And I hope you all hear what I'm saying today. So when he had spoken, he spat on the ground, made clay. I want you to just picture this. He he, he took the spittle and he made clay. And he anointed. See, uh, it's not, if you see he just spit on the man, it's how you see it. He anointed the man's eyes that was blind with, 
with clay. Then he told him, go and wash in the pool of Siloam. Well, that means this man had to not only receive what Jesus was doing to him, but he had a part to play into receiving his deliverance. I'm going somewhere with this. So this man gets up blind. And it's just like that sometimes. Sometimes we don't even see the way. All we hear is the voice of the Lord. All we hear is the instructions. And we move by faith. We move in faith. We take our faith and we put it to works. And so this man had to work the works to be able to receive his deliverance. To be able to receive his eyesight. So this man was sent to the pool of Salah. And he went. Now no, no one said a person took him there. It's nothing that indicates where he began to say, well I'm blind. Jesus already knew he was blind. And that's, that's how we are sometimes. We begin to tell Jesus what he already knows. He just was telling the man, I want you to go to the pool of Siloam. And when you get there, I'm giving you specific instructions. Wash. And he went his way and washed. And when he did, he came back seeing. Why? Because he worked the works. So, this is what where we're, we're getting into the point where we see that this man, beyond the shadow of a doubt, has received a miracle. Uh, I want you to just imagine, never ever seeing a tree before. You know how a tree feels. And uh, never seeing, uh, being able to put a face, put a, a facial expression to the voice that you've heard all your life. Uh, the voice of your mother, the voice of your father. Never knowing what blue was, never knowing what red was. This is a total new experience. And so when we begin to walk by faith. Sometimes it's unfamiliar when we begin to obey God. The territory looks so unfamiliar. But when we come out, everything is just new. But we have to trust God. We have to trust the process. We have to trust His voice. So this man came back seeing. This is something that he never knew before. He couldn't say brown was brown because he never knew that. But he, he came back, nevertheless, seeing. And I want to say that he did not only receive a natural healing, but as we go on into the scripture, we're going to find that he received spiritual healing also. Some saw him, the, his neighbors, and they said, wait a minute. Is this the man that used to be sitting here all the time? And uh, he would beg him for uh, money. He was a beggar. He was blind. 
You know, we knew him. No, that's not him. That can't be him because we know he's over 40 years old and he's been in the neighborhood. That's not him. He can't see. That's someone that looked like him, you know. And, and this is how people see us. And sometimes this is how we see ourselves until Jesus will come and spit in our eyes. He will come shatter where we've been and tell us to go and wash our faith. Go and wash our works. Go and work our works so that we can come again seeing. I'm going somewhere with this. And they had so much discussion. Some of us are coming out. Some of us are, are, are God is getting ready to bring us into different directions. He, we've been doing things one way, but because of where we are, he's changing the whole scene. If we are, will allow him. And after they got through hearing his discussion. About him. The discussion about this is not him. Well you know he usually sang two songs. And then he shout one way. And then he shout one way. And then he he had 15 minutes message. And he sit down. But something happened. Hallelujah. When he was obedient to the voice of God. Even though he didn't understand. He didn't know what to expect. He just followed the voice, the leading, the obedience of Jesus. And he came out seeing. Hallelujah. And he spoke for himself. He says what? I am he. This me. Hey y'all, this is me. This is the one that was sitting. This is the one that... Couldn't see the way. This is the one that was waiting on someone to lead them. But now I see. This is me. And he answered and said. Unto them. Who asked. How were your eyes open? How did you come to do what you're doing? Who told you to. Uh, uh, develop X, Y, Z. Who told you to move ministry in a certain way? And he answered them in the verse uh, 11, John 9 and 11. He said, a man that is called Jesus made clay and anointed my eyes and said, go to the pool of Siloam and wash. In other words, I want you to work your works. <clears throat> Then said them, then said they unto him, where is he? Where is he? And he said, I, I don't know. You know, in other words, I, I don't even know how he looked. All I know is he sent me. When I came back, I was seeing. And, and, and then they said unto him, well, we want to know. And see, this is, this is what I'm fixing to, fixing to get to right now. They brought the once blind man who can now see to the Pharisees. And said this man was blind. And it was on the Sabbath day when Jesus, listen to these three words, made the clay and opened his eyes. 
Then said the Pharisees also on asked him how he had received his sight. So I want you to get this right here. They were not that upset about the man receiving the sight as they were as upset about Jesus making the clay, working the works, uh, breaking their law. So, the Pharisees asked him, how had he received his sight? And the man recites again in verse 15, he put clay on mine eyes and I washed and I see. Then the Pharisee says, he's not a God. There's no way he could be a God because he made clay. And you're not supposed to make anything. On the Sabbath day. How many see what I'm saying? How can a man that is a sinner do such miracles? But there was a division among them. See. There was a division among them. This blind man. Who couldn't see. Gives them some information. And it's spiritually discerned. This blind man says in verse 17, he said he is a prophet. Now, I would have to go through the other concordance to see that Jesus actually said, I'm a prophet. But this blind man, he puts his input. He said, he said he is a prophet. But the Jews did not believe concerning him. That he had been blind. They didn't want to believe. That this man. Who received his miracle. They was in the process of. Censoring. This miracle. I want you to know dearly beloved. That the enemy. In this hour. Wants to censor. Your miracles. He wants to censor. The works that you do for the Lord. He wants to censor your preaching. He wants to censor your faith. And they ask, and they ask them saying, Is this your son? They ask the mom and the dad. Is this your son? And his parents answered and said, Yes, this is our son, and he was born blind. But we don't know how he sinned, or who had opened his eyes. We don't know this. He's of age, you ask him. But listen to to verse 22. These words spake his parents because they feared the Jews. They feared the council culture. For the Jews had agreed already that if any man did confess 
that he was Christ, he should be put out of the synagogue. That's a serious thing right there. See, we're going to censor you. No one is to say Jesus is the Christ. Because if you do, we're going to shut you down. But his parents said he's of age. Why? Because everything, this I want you to get this. The, the Jewish life revolved around the synagogue. They their life, their culture, everything surrounded the synagogue. And if you get cut off from there, um, that's everything. So no one wanted to be censored. The parents didn't want to be censored. So they said, well, we're going to just stay out of this. How many, how many is doing that today? How many is doing that today? Um, so therefore his parents told them, you ask my son. This is the thing. The counselors wants to censor Jesus. And they don't want to want you to give glory to Jesus. They want you to give glory to science. They want you to give glory to the money. They want you to give glory to disease. When Jesus was the Lord over this, Jesus had the power. To deliver, to heal, and set free. Like the Hebrew boy says, if they don't, if he doesn't, it's not because he can't. But he's able. And this was an unprecedented miracle. They didn't want it to get out. They didn't want they didn't want this news to travel. That Jesus was alive and well. And that Jesus is a healer. Hallelujah. And so, they asked this man, they told this man in verse 24, they says, now, now, they called him and said, and they said unto him, give God the praise. We know that this man is a sinner. We know that this Jesus is a sinner. Just go on and give God a praise, God the praise. They wanted to skip the son of God and go straight to generic God. <laughs> Woo. And how many know that anybody, anyone that confesses not that Jesus Christ is coming to flesh is that spirit of Antichrist. So I'm going to stop right here and we're going to go into part two of your miracle, of your miracle today. May be censored, but it can't be canceled.